0: Welcome back to the MTV The Challenge Accepted Podcast. I'm your co-host, Andrick Ellison, here with my brother, partner in crime, Chief Strategy Officer, Dondrick Ellison. How you doing, Dondrick?
1: I'm good. I'm excited again to talk about this episode. I think this has been a good start to the season. Well, we're exciting. talking
0: about the second episode of the year titled Dive Another Day, and you're already excited about it. Very um, excited i agree but let's go through it let's break it down so it starts last week um natalie beat ashley if you remember so and they didn't reveal her big decision whether she's going to switch partners or not and we kind of predicted it there's just a natural inclination to like keep the status quo you know spoiler alert maybe but um and so she sticks with wes were you surprised by that decision
1: no, I wasn't surprised. And we sort of thought that may happen. I made a prediction that it was going to be a while into the season before anyone switched, which turned out to be.
0: Right. That, that the was it. All right. And so. But
1: I thought it was good for Natalie. They, and I think it plays out, playing the results, it look, turns out pretty well for her. Um,
0: yeah. And also, I think, you know, she, she didn't have a lot of allies going into this season. You know, Jay was on Survivor. and Yeah. And she's likable. I think she's a nice person. And I think everyone respects her, but like you can't, in her position, you can't jump around, I don't think. I don't think she has like the juice to like jump around and survive. She kind of has to like make, like dance with who brought her there, basically.
1: And I have to say, I really like Natalie. I think she's such a good addition to this show. Don't you think? Like she's she's strong, she's confident.
0: Well, uh, and not to jump ahead, but I, I was almost going to think about giving her what we call a stock up because... In Me the deliberation, the way that she was defending Wes and challenging Joseph. You're right. She's just very confident and not in an overconfident way. She's just, like, very sure of herself.
1: Yeah. and She's, like, level-headed. She seems smart. At, she's, like, the total package. I love Natalie.
0: Yeah, I agree. And she's one of those, like, good competitors that I think everyone will just, like, respect and, like, not try to get out of the house, not try to make enemies with. Just, like, let her do her thing. She's really good. Almost like definitely Darrell in a way um so let's talk about after that ct is now a rogue agent and you were right i we weren't i wasn't 100 sure so there's only 10 total skulls male and female they clarified that for Mm -hmm. me at least so that does really reduce the number of people in the finals
1: yeah fessy in
0: in theory you know no one would ever do this because no one's like bold enough or ballsy enough but like let's say you're fessy let's jump ahead If you were like, I won every daily, I can go in every week. If you win five challenges or whatever, like you would just win the show, right? Like if you're the only one who ever gets a skull, you would, you know, basically be the last man standing. You wouldn't even have to run the final.
1: Wait, what are you talking about? So if you you win eliminations, you're saying? Yeah, you have to win every elimination. That would be a very risky proposition.
0: Right, but maybe for Fessy he's better in eliminations than finals obviously he doesn't want to go in five different times but still i mean that like, wouldn't work I just i'm just, just saying the hypothetically there it, could just... hypothetically it would be the most amazing thing <laughs>
1: athletic performance in the history of the world however it would be so dominant however it's just the eliminations are so yeah they're coin flippy. a lot of them are
0: um you're right and so it's better to politic as we see people do even ct goes groveling back to cam everyone's kind of acknowledging you know queen cam at this point i mean she seems like the clear power player mm-hmm. um what do you think of ct and then later Wes groveling to fessy i mean it's kind of a i was kind of embarrassed for them i don't know what you think is that good strategy or is it like a low
1: i think embarrassment's a, a strong term i thought it was sort of funny i think ct was like winking it was like a, putting on the charm with tail between his legs i don't think it was pitiable he kind of knew he was self-aware i think ct showed a good amount of self-awareness that's this true. episode as opposed to last episode where he completely uh you know made the bad move. yeah but you
0: can't you can't do both either you know he's transitioned from like intimidator to lovable pops and like kind of harmless in a way like that's sort of been his strategy the last few years is like i'm not really an alliance just let me skate by um yeah. Although I sort of disagree because this
1: alliance, as we will see as we go through the episode, this kind of—I don't even know how to describe it. It's like Fessy and Cam, and I don't know Corey and now like they're at Leroy. These, this alliance is had a good episode one, sort of, and then they had that curveball where CT and West didn't go home, and they're definitely an alliance that is having a hard time maintaining control after the end of this episode so the, ct and west are not in such a bad spot i don't think
0: well this is going a little off the rails maybe but there's this idea in like politics like george washington's like i don't like the idea of political parties it's bad for the country oh but in, <laughs> I'm like going down <laughs> <getting> like to... <laughs> dark rodeo to no,
1: federalist papers number two
0: yeah we exactly going? um but it's inevitable. When you have a majority vote on anything, It's there's a natural inclination to have a party system, basically, a big alliance. You saw it on the first season of Survivor. You saw it in the first you know, U.S. presidential election. Even though he doesn't want parties, they naturally form because you want to have a majority. And so it's not always just like everyone's like-minded, 51% of people, 50 plus one maybe. It's like groups that come together. You know, and I think it's like in the, you know, in the U.S., you might think like the super liberals, like the AOC coming together with Joe Biden, like this coalition. And my point is, I think that's the sort of majority alliance in this show. It's like clumps of people, like the British people, the Big Brother people, the, you know, Cam and Leroy power couple. It's just, I don't think they're a true alliance. Like they're really all on the same page. It's sort of just like a clumped together coalition.
1: Yeah. Well, I think that that's been in reality shows like survivor it started off where like that first season it was just an alliance that picked off the other alliance and there wasn't much drama and that still can happen. But this is, you're right. It's more like um, in survivor. Now they, they call it more like voting blocks. Right. Exactly.
0: Um, Okay. So let's, and then CT is kind of. Wait, wait, hold on.
1: Hold on. I'm sorry to interject, but I don't, I think that's giving this alliance too much of a pass to just say, oh, well, there's not so much. Because I think they really messed. They did things which were preventable this episode, which seemed to cause some uh, unnecessary. Well, you know what's hard about it?
0: It's, it's a secret vote, which makes it tougher to get everyone on the same page. It's individual votes. It's not like couples vote together. So that makes it even harder
1: um yeah that's true but like i have one big thing that did wrong i don't know if we want to get to it now well, let's or... wait let's wait because at okay.
0: first we talked about ct the pre-show yeah, you can yeah, usually yeah. tell what's going to happen this, this episode based on the first few scenes like who are the big characters they're showing mm-hmm. and so one of them was uh joseph you know acting goofy and like doing his little
1: very actions. goofy very goofy joseph <laughs> <laughs> you definitely got the goofy at it. <laughs> yeah, got the goofy at it. <laughs>
0: And and then Nam gets, like, the sort of, like, new hottie edit, you know. Nam is, like,
1: Hercules.
0: I, I would say, we called him the new Turbo, but, like, Turbo never had that, like, sex appeal shtick, right? So Nam has, like, everything going for him right
1: now. Not to this degree. And so we, I think he's German. We were kind of questioning his own. Oh, is he? Well... Lolo kind of said Sprechen die Deutsch and then I oh. kind of, his accent definitely seemed a little Germany. After. Oh,
0: I didn't see. I didn't get that. But that makes sense. Um, and Lolo's like lusting after him. I thought. They're a likeable fun way. Yeah, they're a
1: fun care of that, that team. That's a fun team.
0: Well, you know, Lola came across as likable in like a schoolgirl crush kind of way. Do you remember her like public persona? She was like famously I'm gonna ask you this. Yeah, she was famously a virgin. Like, that's what I was little, gonna
1: like, say. Yeah. Is it is she so she's still a virgin now? Because she's I, I religious, know. right? Isn't it wasn't I remember that storyline when she first became the Olympian. Right. Like, a, like was she a was big like science person. Because she's you know, she's attractive and then she was a virgin. And that was like the whole that was a huge storyline in that Olympics. Right? Yeah.
0: And like lolo i mean like look there's like it's uh even olympians like they're all about athletics but it's like if you are attractive you're more marketable like that's part of the reason like she became a big star it's like she's very attractive she was a virgin she's like very photogenic i mean like people like were joking about like nam and lolo's kids but they really would be like genetically like
1: yeah
0: <laughs> you know they would have like everything going for
1: them great talenter
0: Yeah, that's like the next challenge, you know, 2040. I hope they get together. But, you know, but I always thought she was kind of socially awkward, but she seemed like likable in that way in this regard. I think it felt genuine, right? Yeah, so with Lolo, I feel like there's a bit of that like powder keg factor. Yeah, I think she's socially awkward. I think it's like the product of being like a high-level athlete who's not like dating people, clearly, um, and just like hold off from the world, you know? She's almost like now or something <laughs> you know, well, yeah,
1: definitely like she's probably a prodigy growing up and right. then that probably ended playing this individual sport and all that but she's so far and nothing against her i think she's fun on the show i'm excited for that this team and i could see it being a, like really good content for the show going forward
0: and so far Not avoiding the- avoiding the target on their back they did mention it i think devin mentioned like Hey, that's a pretty good freaking good team. Maybe we should do something. It was high. a Devon or
1: West, like that was definitely yeah. true. And Nam, to his credit, is very likable in those in those speaking lines that he gets. You know, he does yeah. have that turbo-ish kind of
0: like jokey, charm. yeah, yeah. And then the other person they focused on Nani, boo, you know, I'm talking about like I'm not even giving her stock down just because she just stocks always a penny stock. Her, her line was she's not sure she can work with Kyle because. They have different playing styles. She likes to compete. It's like, really? Like, I've never seen that. We've been with you not 10 seasons, Nani. Well, hold on. strategy is always to, like, skate by until the end.
1: Hold on. Hold on. Well, I was thinking about you as this was happening because I'm sort of a Nani defender. You're a Nani hater. And... Nani is a confusing one to make heads or tails of. I feel like it's like grasping onto sand. She doesn't really, you don't know what she represents, kind of, she's, but the line of the episode I thought, going back was when CT was threatening, not threatening, but like uh, intimating that he was gonna take Cam from Josh, right? And then Kyle goes, (laughs) sarcastically to CT, don't take Nani, don't take Nani.
0: But talk about lack of self awareness, because Kyle. We'll talk more about Kyle. Like he has the reputation of like being a clown and skating by, but he's an underrated, probably you know, challenger.
1: Yes, and I would like to take credit. I've been saying that for a while now. Since mm-hmm. his first season, he made the final. His first season being kind of like downplaying it, underplaying it, as, as Darrell said the entire time. And that's yeah, sort it of-
0: does. It does remind me. This is going back a ways, but Kenny, you know, who's banned now, Mister Beautiful or whatever his name is. Like he that was his shtick for like three or four years, was like, I'm not a real threat. I'm just kind of a goofball, you know, I'm just a character, charming ladies' man or whatever. And then eventually like he turned it on. He's like, I'm gonna try to I'm actually a good winner here.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. I forgot about Kenny's early seasons.
0: Yeah, there was a lot of like I think it wasn't until he got partnered with Laurel and they started just winning and winning and winning that it like turned the narrative on him. And I think Kyle would be the same if he had a really strong partner. He just doesn't have that.
1: Well, I definitely think it's somewhat intentional on Kyle's part too, as it may have been with Kenny to not, because I think Kyle is just a really solid in every way, right? Maybe he doesn't, he's not like, he's not like a fessy size wise, but he's not small, right? good. I think that's
0: his best asset as a challenger. He's tall and he's like long.
1: And he's in, he's fit, right? Yeah, he can and run he he and he doesn't give up ever on these eliminations. Remember he beat CT in an elimination under known fact. Yeah.
0: I wouldn't say he, I think he, I don't think he's a star, but he's above average. Um, so then we go to the ice spy, a lot of puns this episode, I think pretty good ones. Ice spy. Um, you had to break in the blocks and then put them, you know, the kill switch in your enemies thing. And, and that tends to just lead to a lot of politics um and you know kind of awkwardly done but everyone was just sort of decided that no one was going to put one in fessy or anisa and i didn't understand why i think part of it was you know i think there's three parts um and they go back to the the wig party of no i'm just kidding of uh, <laughs> do you remember the wig party out. the wigs well, I have no idea what you're talking about. But I was just a, joking. Um, I think part of it was, you know, there's a tendency to we've already oh, voted, the political party. The political win. party. I was thinking literally, win. like they had uh, a party. Where
1: they're
0: wearing wigs. Yeah, that's true too. Um, the <laughs> there's this tendency when you when you've already voted for somebody, vote for them again. Don't don't make waves. And I think part of this was okay, they already won. Let's just put keep the power in their hands and stay out of the fray. I think that was more the case than we're scared of Fessy. That's what they're implying. I don't think that's true. I don't think anyone's really that scared of Fessy. Yes and already. no,
1: though, because why were they – because the, you saw they looked sort of foolish when it was all the people out of the alliance were gone, and they're like, oh, we're too scared to do any-. This is, like This alliance, I think, was – I am much more – I'm sensing. I'm much more critical of them. I think that we gave a stock up to Cam last week, and on the internet – people were much more anti-cam than we were. And I think this sort of bared out this episode. Like this alliance is sort of, they looked foolish to me. Like,
0: they, Yeah, they're a bunch of scared kids. They're like a bunch of high like,
1: They're not communicating with each other. Like they get on the same page about, and why are they so sensitive that they can't put, you know, even out the kill or who does it really matter who's double agent that much? Right. It's just no, weird. it's
0: definitely a bunch of like, um, you know, Soldiers and no generals here, it's just like they're just waiting for orders, and that no one's really stepping up
1: exactly and there was a moment where Wes was pleading his case, which was sort of like he, like he kind of wasn't so successful. he said, "Oh, if you need me to be the c e o to make the plans, and then you guys just do them out and they kind of called him on that, but he was sort of right because they're lacking that. I think cam is is nominally that person who's yes. like the brains,
0: but yeah. it wasn't really well, that was yeah, jump ahead like afterwards when Wes is pleading his case, one of the biggest, like, shades, you know, he was trying to be, I don't know what he was trying to say. He couldn't help himself, but he's, like, talking to Fessy and Corey, and he's, like, "Uh, you know, I'm a smart, strategic thinker, and no offense, but you guys need that. Like, basically saying, you're all dumb, and you need me to make decisions for you. And it's certainly not, like, the way to win over somebody's heart because it's kind of so nakedly obvious what you're saying.
1: And it's painting yourself as a threat as you're trying to. Like he's saying, I'm so good at this game. Well, shouldn't we get you out then? However, I still think his point is sort of correct in terms of just factually this alliance needs needed someone to kind of get everyone on some strategic plan. as Well, well you think- know, I think
0: Wes, like, you know, one of his arguments could have been. You need somebody to be a shield, you know. Like if I you think everyone thinks of it as like my alliance, then they're gonna come at me, like cut this head off the snake. But right now it's really hard to tell who's the leader aside from Cam, I guess. But
1: yeah. And it maybe it turns out Wes in the vein of CT, like you didn't really need to do much of anything because as we'll get to, the alliance kind of just like really fumbled over itself in the voting and the double agent shenanigans.
0: Yeah, and so Wes's application to be Janitor CEO. Maybe it's in the file, you know, maybe they'll they'll consider it cuz like we'll get into why later on. Um so then they do this club night. Always fun. Lolo. Is there a
1: bartender? I didn't I was trying to look. I couldn't find there must if there was be, someone. Right? I was trying to, next time I'll have to look out cuz I, w- I I was looking for someone but imagine you're like just the bartender who's in that bubble all day and then like, come in maybe joseph comes in and just chats with you a little bit please
0: well i don't think they keep the bubble open like that i uh one of the unintentional not i guess intentional comedy devin and nicole when nicole was kind of babbling, i I feel conflicted about this that you know devin can't understand a word nicole is saying (laughs) i laughed it was funny. I think she legitimately has a speech impediment, though. So I don't know. Should we laugh at that or oh, not? Oh, really? I just yeah. thought she
1: had a very thick Staten Island accent. No, I
0: think she said when she has some sort of speech impediment, like uh, hearing loss or something that causes her. I to... think
1: you're thinking of Camilla, actually. I remember that. No, was... I
0: think it's Nicole, because I remember somebody made fun of her before about it.
1: I think that was... Okay, maybe I kind of remember that with Camilla on a reunion show too, but... Um,
0: uh, maybe you're right, yeah, because her accent, they're saying she's been here for however long.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: I think Nicole does as well, though.
1: Could be, although she definitely does have an accent, on top, you know, whatever. Yes. And like, I don't think it's necessarily a, a bad thing. It, it's sort of endearing, and I think Devin had a... Not necessarily related to her speech impediment, but he had a funny line. It's like, my partner is a very fit. Infant.
0: <laughs> well, I'm happy Devin got that, that time. Cause I was almost thinking before that, I'm like, Devin's been very absent from the show and he's a good character. Yeah. And then he came in strong in this middle part. And, um, it,
1: and Wes did make explicit that he and Devin are sort of together. Right. right. I don't know if
0: That's hot good hot. for him. At so, least he's in, involved. Yeah. Um, not to pile on Nicole. There, there is a funny like meme or whatever online post saying she looks like uh, Trevor Lawrence, the Clemson quarterback.
1: Yeah, I can see that. She really does. And if
0: you want to Google Trevor Lawrence, he's like going to be the top draft pick. Um,
1: She's like a shorter Trevor Lawrence. Yeah.
0: Uh, okay, so then we go to the deliberation, the powers in the hands of you know, Fessy and Anissa, and so the House has to pick the other nomination. Um, big T's complaining about her bad marriage with Joseph, whose name she can never remember. <laughs> kind of talking to the british girls about maybe wanting to switch yeah um let's talk about joseph a little bit because then joseph comes out and calls out Wes. he claims in the deliberation the public one that he wants to go against Wes. he wants to challenge the big dog do you think joseph wanted to prove himself do you think he there's a part of him that wanted to go home well like where's your mind at with joseph
1: it's hard to say. It's hard to say. I think that so Joseph wanted he was saying he wanted to go in, but he wanted the house to vote for Wes. And then yeah. Fessy And
0: then why, does that, nominated- I think he why thought does that matter to Joseph? That he could maybe look at and see what the elimination was. But then Fessy's gonna
1: kind of let him make that call? I don't understand.
0: I didn't quite get it. That I, think I, didn't they, understand. I think Devin and Wes called him out on thinking like he was going in anyway. So he just kind of, you know, floundered on his way out the door. could be
1: because I don't understand why he definitely, and it could have been the edit because you have to think with the edit, they kind of work backwards. Okay. This was the elimination. This was the final. We have to try to try to show why this happened and they selectively choose things. So it could have been the edit showing Joseph to be kind of floundering as badly as he did because he did have that face that was like, oh, I kind of lost this argument. But given that, going by what we saw, I don't understand why he was so shook by being, by, by this. Like he wanted to go in, doesn't matter how you go in, right?
0: Yeah, it was a little odd. I, I, I think, honestly, Joseph just really struggled to find his footing on the show. And I, I felt even, a
1: little bad for him, to be honest. Yeah.
0: Like, I don't Especially even mean in, in like a strategy challenge sense, just sort of like, am I the funny guy here? Am I a competitor here? Like, I'm trying to win. Am I trying to go home? Like, I feel like he was conflicted or maybe that it just came across that way because-
1: Definitely. And I think that, it, I feel bad for him like at the, when he got eliminated and everyone's cheering. And I think it's just the to the show's credit, I suppose. Like one thing that, I was thinking about as they were going on. It's just the thinking about just how much this has become a physical athlete competition, right. particularly with the men's side. You know, they're showing they literally like fifty percent of their living area is this gym with weights, and they're all running, and it's just. And if you're not, if that's not really your lifestyle to that degree. I could see how it would be very hard to fit in as the rookie.
0: Well, and she, and he, sorry, Joseph impl- said that at the end where the people were chanting to like, kill him, break his arm. He's like, what did I get into here? <laughs> and I think a lot of the newbies, either they come in like loving the show and really wanting to be all about it, or they come in and like, what did I get into? Maybe I should like slip out the back door before people realize I'm here.
1: Yeah. I think that Joseph was probably counting on him to charm people and yeah. Not to-
0: that's another know. thing I was thinking. It's sort of like, because he on America's Got Talent, he was like charming, likable singer, rapper. And it's almost like a, a popular kid who goes to a new school. Yeah. And, and yeah. it's like, wait, everyone has friends already. I'm not yeah. like, cool anymore. Like, where do I fit in? Um, That's I don't know what
1: happened he- a few times on this show, by the way. When you have someone who on their real world season was like the top dog and then came right. into the challenge and got eaten up. It happened with the Key West guy. Ace, so not Key Ace. West, um, the season that Marie was on. I forgot, it was- uh, Wasn't
0: it Ace, Or so are you thinking? I'm thinking of Ace from Paris. Ace
1: happened, yes, yeah. Ace is a good one. Danny from- um, Texas, Austin. Texas, that also happened. And then there was some, Trey. Trey, what season was Trey on? He was on a season, there was a Battle of the Seasons, Saints something, some Caribbean island. And he also was a, a big flop. So that's happened a few times when they come on and they're kind of like, it's like uncomfortable to watch a little bit.
0: Right. And, do, you know, maybe Danny, actually Ace was on CT season and and Danny was on uh, The Real World and Danny West was the season. And you would have at the time thought like, Danny's the star. He's like the, you know, alpha male guy, you know, captain of the quarterback or whatever. And Wes is like this goofball sidekick. And then on the challenge, it's just Wes is just better suited for the challenge than Danny was. And Danny really got rattled. And even remember there are moments where Wes would like talk him through it, you know, because he was struggling
1: with it. And Danny was like the cool one on their real world season. And Wes was the dopey one. I was thinking of Trey, by the way, from St. Thomas
0: yeah on okay.
1: battle of the seasons anyway
0: um and so joseph struggled what do you think i i like Durrell calling out west for his like i'm so rich shtick i mean come on if you're really that rich you're not going on like eight mtv shows <laughs> talking about your little small businesses that you're like the investor in he's clearly not like you know
1: well, I mean, un, for a challenge, the average challenger, he's probably I, – I, I don't really know. but
0: his, Yeah, you know, but he, it, I think Darrell had a good point. He said uh, real ballers don't say how much they're balling. And in, in general, that's true. It's like real confidence is quiet. You know, like you don't have to say to people how rich you are, how funny you are, how smart you are if you actually think you are. It's not even an insecurity of yours. You don't even think about it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely, it was not a likable thing, although everyone was eating it up besides Darrell's was a little bit above it. Certainly. Yeah. It's
0: sort of like his, it's like Wes's shtick. Like I'm a mastermind. I'm a rich businessman. <laughs> I mean, okay. Like maybe compared to like, you know, the average like Joe Blow real world contestant who shows up, but
1: so we're talking about well to wes's credit he has said on the record that he's of average intelligence but just comparatively he see, he thinks he <laughs> that's,
0: that's true but, so this um, is the deliberation so yeah joseph and wes going at it natalie defends wes well as we mentioned um and then the votes come in and we see them all and notably big t's like friends the british girls we're voting for her i think yes you wanted to give it to joseph did you pick up on they didn't make a big deal of that but
1: they definitely made it you know known and it was sort of big t under the radar kind of move here to uh make a to make a strategic move while not making a big target on her yeah it.
0: and i think we'll end up saying that the format really works but this is definitely the i sort of think a flaw of the format if you do not Why? like your partner you have no reason, and it's a, the opposite gender elimination. Why do you care? Why not vote yourself in? Big Tisha so, voted for herself. I think you're right. I think that overall, I've
1: been thinking that this format has really worked. And at the end, you know, this episode, I think, bore that out at the end. Yes. But I think we kind of were think, struggling with this last episode is what it devalues the actual partnerships that
0: you Almost have. to the point of
1: irrelevance yes and no yes and no like i think it will matter certainly in the final right and in alliances you kind of want to be a partners with someone on your alliance probably but there is that awkwardness too where it's like okay well i don't care about losing this week and actually like big t i want to lose this well week. yeah
0: and i think we'll see more of that like battle of um or the worlds where it's like flipping teams because you people are going to eventually like on that show, they really screwed themselves over by not flipping and not cutting the dead weight. Um, I think people are going to realize, hey, I really need to make a move, especially after this episode. because it, it well, Yeah, I think that really this
1: happen. was definitely, yeah, Kyle making the first strike there. Can I So deliberation, here's the big flaw, this alliance. Yes. This collection of dolts <laughs> in my mind had is that they got, like, they ended the episode all... Seemingly, kind of, you know, they were mad at Fessy. Fessy was being selfish. Fessy was mad at them for voting in. Primarily mad at Kyle, I suppose. But why did they? But Fessy was upset that they voted in Joseph and not Wes. Wes. Right? I guess the
0: plan was Wes. I, I noticed Corey and, and Nelson voted for Wes, and a lot of people did. But people like Kyle broke away and voted for Joseph as well.
1: Okay. So, maybe that answers because I was just confused. as, So, maybe they were the problem was they were al- relying on people they thought were there in an alliance, but they're not.
0: Yeah. And I think Fessy got butthurt, so to speak. And he said it. He's like, Our alliance wants to get rid of West. We want to get rid of the champions. And then they keep making me do it. You know, like I have to be the bad guy, basically. But his alliance didn't, technically. His well, I don't real- think, he, I think some yeah. of them did, some of them didn't. Okay.
1: Okay. But that just doesn't seem like such a giant hurdle to get through as an alliance in terms of, okay, this is the house vote. This will be the double agent vote. And having little snakes like Kyle flipping shouldn't really be the thing and that, and it
0: shouldn't matter either way, whether Joseph goes in or you vote him in or vice versa for what. Exactly,
1: right? But it yeah. seemed to really affect like there's this like scaredness of this alliance of like not like the not putting the kill in the right thing. Like there it's just like everyone seems to be very touchy and taking great offense to these well, things. Well, that's that, why
0: I think it's not a real alliance. What I was saying, like the power blocks or whatever. It's like we tend to think of Fessi is, you know in that young, young bucks or whatever alliance with Corey. And now but he's like, he's not really a part of them last season. He even kind of said, push comes to shove. He'll, you know, look out for himself and maybe Casey and the big brother group. Okay. I think he's kind of asserting his independence here in a way um, okay. with his vote as well. You're right.
1: Maybe I'm thinking more rigidly, like, okay, this is the the old school. This is the alliance, and they need to kind of really come together. Where yeah, and I actually
0: like, like this about Fessy. I, I he's not being like a you know third in charge. You know, he's like I'm kind of trying to take more control over this. But does that benefit him? It might pitch? put a big target on his back. But I think he's probably thinking. Who's gonna beat me in these short term eliminations? I'm not I'm playing from a place of scared, which I think a lot of well,
1: people are. I completely disagree. Okay. You think Fessy's not scared? What's well, you know?
0: I I know he's gonna get a lot of flack for not going in.
1: He, yes, <laughs> he is gonna get a lot of flack and he should and he should. I almost want him to get eliminated now. He's See,
0: so I I'm defending him. I and no, I know he's gonna no, get
1: no flack. chance.
0: I was even gonna stock up because
1: Stock up? Are you? I we, think this might be our last podcast. Are you going?
0: I'm telling this, you, I, I think he, everything he did made sense to me. It's like, look, what? I should go in get a gold skull, but since I have had the chance twice before, maybe I'll have the chance again. I'll probably have opportunities. What are you? I, I want to make about? sure that it's a, a challenge that I could win. And what I, are you talking? I about? believe him that he did not know that was a a uh, headbanger at the end. What? I, I don't think he thought it was.
1: His quote was, this looks janky, janky. as hell, and yeah. you don't, ex- you didn't, this time, TJ, you didn't, you've neglected to explain what the <laughs> rules are already. Therefore, I'm going to take a pass. It was a ring in the middle. It looked like the ring thing that you hold on, you try to pull the ring out from the other person's grasp. We've seen it a million times.
0: Well, I did believe him in that moment. And then you're right. When they did show it, it didn't, it didn't look like there was a lot of like accoutrement there. And like, you know, it didn't look that janky. What did what he, he
1: think it was going to be? You had to figure out how to put the ring, expand the ring. So it goes over all three, like some sort of weird puzzle or something. I don't know. Yeah,
0: I don't know. I believed him. And then when he immediately, when they explained no. it, he goes, Oh, I wish I did that. I believe
1: oh, he was, he, Okay, well, we have completely different reads. I thought he was scared, and then he was kind of trying to cover it. And
0: Kyle called him out, so Kyle goes in. And I also like this about Fessy. When he found out that Kyle was, like, double-talking, and, you know, everyone's targeting Wes, but they want to put the blood on his hands, and he said, at least, let's make a deal with Wes so we don't throw each other in. They never showed it, but maybe they had that conversation before
1: wait say that repeat that one more time i'm sorry I so after
0: I'm, so after he saw that everyone half the people voted for west but majority voted for joseph and people like kyle did not follow through and vote for west
1: yeah
0: he said to anisa maybe we should go to west and say hey look we'll protect you this vote if you protect us in the future and i they never showed it they never showed him talking to West. might have happened I think so. Why wouldn't it, they
1: show that? Why wouldn't they show that? I think it was it like a pacing. Away.
0: Yeah, I think it was a pacing thing and a giveaway. But it would have made a lot of sense, like two power players having each other's back and just like you know, coasting to the finals.
1: Well, you seem to be very charitable in your interpretation. I
0: know. I'm professy. I am. I. We're going to be split on that. Um, and so then, so then Kyle definitely blindsided goes in. And then they try to make, this is one of my other arguments. Maybe I'm off on this, but like they made the dramatic, it's going to be a male elimination. You know, I don't know why they thought that would be dramatic. And I think because that-
1: I'll tell you why. I think they're going to purposely flip, flip it flip that one time. on us. Or maybe even make it a double elimination one. Yeah, time. I thought
0: maybe we were going to make it a double. I, yeah. You know what I want them to do though? They need to do that. They need to mix it up so it's not so obvious. But I don't like the idea of making it arbitrary producers like pick, you know, because then it makes me think, okay, they want to protect CT now. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But they're definitely going to do it where both guy and girl go home. But why don't
0: they do like, uh, you know,
1: like spin a wheel or spin
0: a wheel, flip a coin, you know, male, female or both. I think that would make it so much more dramatic
1: because they do need to even out the genders.
0: Yeah. But you think eventually it would even out. <laughs> Not
1: necessarily. Not necessarily. But, uh, but if we did it like a hundred times, yeah. yeah but
0: you're right, you're
1: right. Can I go back to one second? Because your whole point about Fessy, and I don't want to spend the whole thing on this, it doesn't make But what about
0: sense. if they said this? This would make it even. You spin the wheel either male, you know, whatever turn the gender is, or double at least. If you spin that wheel, it would eventually even out.
1: Yeah, but then the season's over five weeks early after you've had too many doubles. That's true. Oh, I'm glad you're not a producer. (laughs) But listen, no, I know what you mean. It's like, we don't want it to seem like. Yeah, I
0: just hate the fact that big T can just like throw herself in and escape by with a new partner, like nothing happened.
1: I think it's an added layer of strategy. I'm not as down on it. Okay, but hold on, hold on. So your thing with Fessy is like, okay, if I, I'm going to have more opportunities to go in, I might as well pick my spot that's going to best you uh, give to my talents. How can you say this was not it? You're saying that he literally didn't think it would I think be he didn't know.
0: I think he, that's my, my argument hinges on the fact you that. You really
1: believe lie. that though.
0: I did at the time. I mean, I didn't like get a good look at it before he'd made that decision. So maybe I would. But he got a good look at it. He's there. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. And also, hey, can I make one more argument? I'm like a defense lawyer, pro bono. <laughs> um, maybe he's waiting because he knows I have to flip on Anissa eventually. Like she, I'm not going to win with her. I Let's wait to the last. Okay.
1: Okay. That. Okay. That is not a bad. That's the best theory I've heard. I think, really, he just didn't want to risk. He got scared and didn't want to risk going home week two, episode two. And there's a there's a big cost of the chance you do lose.
0: See, I think it's more what you said before. I think these pain. eliminations are are almost fifty fifty. Most it's of them.
1: Not, but this one wouldn't
0: have been. This one would you. not have been. He would have won this pretty easily. And um, now
1: you're going to have to do a 50-51 as a result, probably.
0: Yeah. I think he thought – I think he's just waiting to see, like, literally the hall brawl set and, you know, like, know exactly what it is. He's, like, not taking any chances.
1: Well, good luck, Fessy. It's going to come back. He has bad karma now because everyone sees through him. And he's going to have a humiliating exit, I predict it.
0: Um, I don't know. I don't know who's going to beat him in these kind of things. I mean, unless it's like an agility, you know,
1: which and, it could be because of how many more of these, this is the only time they're going to do this elimination this season. Right. Right. They only do but one I,
0: one. I think he's pretty confident in his ability to win. Cause he, he's strong. He's fast. He's smart. He's
1: totally not confident or else I agree. He should be. And he, I guess he is, but he should have gone in then. But I think that, listen, it's scary because you don't want to go home so early. I get that.
0: Yeah. There's a natural to survival hear. instinct.
1: Yeah, but it means you were scared. He was scared.
0: Yes. And we don't have any evidence that anyone's really jumping at the bit to go in yet, even though they probably should. Like even Joseph made a big case, but we think that he maybe he saw the writing on the wall. It's
1: a little bit different as a rookie. We have nothing to lose. And you're right. Like a little bit more fair to Fessy is we've actually never really seen, since the skulls have been implemented, we've never seen someone early on yeah. volunteer to go in.
0: I think they wait. Well, last year Jenny did. Remember, I think Jenny and Tori both did. Oh, against that, yeah, because they had a very easy layup that season. Um, So the elimination is Kyle is going up against Joseph in the Ring of Fire. Joseph was okay. I mean, you know, he fought hard enough not to embarrass himself. I think, but easy win for Kyle two in a row.
1: Yeah, and I mean, it's Joseph, like, compared to, like, Fessy or Nam, he's probably not the most athletic specimen. But I don't – he's not unathletic, probably, no, right?
0: Yeah, he, he looks like he's that. in shape and he's young yeah. and he's tall. Um, and he must have fought pretty hard because Kyle looked pretty exhausted by the end of it yeah, throwing Yeah, out.
1: that's a good point.
0: So Joseph got out okay. I think Joseph was probably okay to leave. Do you think we'll ever see Joseph again?
1: I would bet No. I think that he was a fun character, right? He wasn't bad, but it doesn't seem like it was fun for him
0: this no. season. I think he's more suited for like X on the Beach or one of those kind of shows. Yeah. I think that's his play. I think he got, got lost in the casting office somewhere and ended up on this show.
1: But we have seen in the past where, most famously, probably Car Maria. We have seen someone have like a not very promising first season and then can become a mainstay. Um, I don't Carveria. see that day. I don't see time. that here, though. Um, well, yeah, but I'm just saying it happens sometimes. It
0: happens pretty rare. I think that's a little bit, you know, Cara Marie had, you know, confidence issues, I think, early on. But she, she wasn't, like, a bad athlete. I think she actually was, like, stacked up pretty well as far as the fresh meat, like, early picks she go.
1: Num- she was the number, number one, one pick. rated yeah. pick after the little like combine that they yeah did.
0: so she must have been athletic back then i don't think she's like captain america who was like a wimp who got tough i think she just like had a bad day um okay so let's talk about the end of the episode the big moment i think i think the big moment happened after the elimination so you put kyle in the position he could you know stay with nani he could go with big t he could pick anybody it's a little repetitive to say you could take you know the loser as well, the loser's partner, because he could pick anybody except the – you know, the – whatever the tar- – what are the top agents called? Double agents or whatever? Double agents. Um, and I'm surprised he did. I thought he would stick. He takes a big swing, curveball, takes Cam. Were you surprised?
1: I was surprised, and I was happy when he did it, though, I have to say. I was happy when he did it because I was hoping he would because it shakes up the show, right, the alliance. And I guess as I'm saying this episode, I was sort of, my, it's interesting how you start rooting for certain people and alliances. It's like I have nothing invested, but I kind of wanted the underdog alliance or like the minorities to start overcoming Cam's alliance. So I was happy with that. And I was happy because he's not stuck with Nani who was, you know, bad mouthing and by Yeah, hand.
0: totally. Like cheating on, like a wife cheating on you behind your back and then like happy that you won like an all expense vacation to Hawaii or something. Uh, And I think it's the right move because Cam, you know, Cam doesn't, you know, she's playing the game. She doesn't seem like too like offended by switching from Josh to Kyle. She kind of goes with the flow. I think she'd been fine with CT too. She's just kind of playing
1: her I don't think she was, yeah, clinging on to Josh, certainly. No.
0: And then Josh is, I think, is very happy with Nani, Remember that he kind of like liked her at some point. They're I don't friends. think
1: he's as happy. I think he would. He rather would have had Cam. However, Nani and Josh were were they partners before? Yeah. Well, I
0: think she, I think so, and she he like liked her. I think right.
1: They were on the same team. Yeah, it, they were friends definitely. Um, and Nani's happy with it um, for whatever reason. Like, <laughs> He has a it's fine. That's
0: like a lateral move. I think Josh is okay. I don't like think. I think he's like. It's definitely plays not the a lateral. Cl- move. He plays yeah. the clown a little bit, but he's not that bad. Um, and then CT ends up with Big T.
1: Yes,
0: and was I mean, nice about like being excited about it. I thought that was very,
1: nice, very endearing. Yeah, of CT right, and you gotta like that team. What a fun
0: although you know i don't i don't like big t as much anymore i i I might even give her a sock down for for celebrating her partner losing i thought that was that
1: was not a yeah but i find her so endearing in her confessionals just the way she talks it's just the the accent though
0: right i mean is the content really that nice she's talking about how much she hates her partner doesn't know his partner her partner's name wants to switch on her partner
1: well i guess i like the accent a lot because i i love her
0: When I thought the Donnelly, marriage analogy was funny, but still, like her, her actions are not like the nicest.
1: Okay, I, I, well, listen. If we're looking at it from strategic point of view, her forget being nice or what you should do. Joseph was not a strong partner.
0: No, so he was it's antisocial. In her. Wasn't yeah. a good competitor.
1: It was in her interest strategically to, you know, going to, from Joseph to CT. I mean, should she not do that? Right? That that makes sense.
0: You're right. Strategically, it made sense for some big T. Um, so I'll take away my stock down. So that the, the and she same, made no
1: enemies doing it, right? What well, who's gone? Well, besides Joseph, and she showed that she actually has a good amount of sway with this a British girl block, right? The British. I love big T.
0: Um. So I'm taking about my stock down for her stock up, stock down. The idea is going into this week who improved their standing in your eyes who didn't. So like, I don't like Nani, I'm not giving her a stock down cause I've never liked Nani. She is who she is. Um, what based on that, is there anyone that you liked that you thought had a good episode change um, the perception in your eyes of them? Who would you give a stock up to for this week's second episode?
1: Talk up is always harder. I think that I have a few candidates. So I'll talk you through it. I think Kyle Kyle. Good- yeah.
0: I thought we try to avoid the winners and losers. We do.
1: We do. But I thought his move to take cam was really an exclamation point on the episode.
0: Yes, and, uh, that's good. He came to play. He's not just floating by anymore.
1: Nom is just a, a
0: phenomenal. He got it last week though. Cause his stock's been rising and rising.
1: I liked Big T, although I don't think you would give it to her. And then the other is a solid, I think that she's just proving to be a very capable competitor and cast member is Natalie.
0: Yeah, I think that's a great pick, Natalie, although we all liked her before. So that's the question is like Natalie just continues to impress.
1: So I guess I would Cam it down con- between Kyle and Natalie for me.
0: Natalie continues to impress. Nam continues to impress. They're like, you know, in the stock market, they're really high. Let me throw out some more names at you. I liked Fessy. You did not like Fessy. Um, so it's no. hard to give it to him. It's hard to give it to Big T because we're kind of split on that. Um, let me throw out an underdog at you. Mechie. You might argue that it's a stock down too. Mechie. A rookie Mechie. Wait, are you serious? <laughs> I am serious. Mechi who was only in a little bit of this episode. I was
1: making a joke. I didn't think you were being. You no, because he
0: he went in the challenge. And then he, you know, swam. He almost got, died. He got really cold, ended up shivering and leaving. So you'd think, oh, what a loser. I just like his confessionals. I think he's smiley. He's funny. He kind of reminds me of Chris Tucker a little bit, his, his energy and cadence. I think he's like, he does well in the confessionals. And I'm hoping that he sticks around. I'm willing to give him a pass for being really cold and shivering because... That's like a body type thing. We saw Nelson get really freaked out by the cold before. Um, I just like him. I hope to see more of Mechie. What do you think of that?
1: Well, you're definitely, you're going by strict likability, not really
0: competitive. Right. Competitive-wise, it looks bad for him. And he even said, like, I want to leave, I want to quit. (laughs) You know, so that's not good.
1: I would say my, this is what I ruled out, I made my famous pronouncement, that Swaggy C will never win a challenge ever, is when he quit last season in a daily swimming. And this sort of reminded me of that. Um, so that's hard for me to give a stock up to. But,
0: what about Darrell? Durrell had a good line about the calling out Wes. He, he really isn't, you know, he's so quiet on these episodes that he's kind of ignored oftentimes. Devin, yeah, same thing. It's good that too, Devin got back in there.
1: Darrell's a little, he's, he's not as hot-headed, quick to anger, I think. And he's a little maybe too mature for good TV, I think.
0: I think he was always very mature. He just had that one, like, moment where he beat up Brad.
1: But no, he he got in a fight with abram not physically before but like when abram like said something wrong like you
0: what be- about lolo jones for just likability wise
1: oh that's not a, yeah because i don't think she had a particularly high stock
0: in my no. mind and and likability wise she was kind of you know tough to get along with but she's getting along with people she has this cute romance with yeah them. yeah okay, yeah with i, I kind of th- i'm okay with that yeah, she's like you're rooting for her almost now. Whereas before, you saw her as like this beast that they had to slay.
1: And I, I think that might still, you know, come up later this season. But right now, she's sort of enjoying this fun storyline with Nam. You know,
0: yeah, definitely. Um, okay, so let's let's say her stock down. There's a lot of candidates.
1: There's one candidate.
0: Really? Because I, I have, I may maybe off the board. But tell me, your no,
1: candidate. I know, I, I really. I'm going with the I think the consensus Fessy, had, oh. but I guess we're not doing
0: that. No, we'll do we'll say mixed up and down, volatile stock for Fessy. I think you're going to be right. That's the volatile consensus.
1: stock with one person <laughs> <is> saying that. <laughs> it's it like was-
0: Twelve Angry Men, I'm like the holdout on the jury because um, I have a one I thought was better. Uh, I have oh, a
1: surprise one too.
0: The whole block of British girls, the new ones, like they're just blending into the background. They're just going with the flow. They're not making moves. They're not funny. They're not like, you know, making romantic headway. They're not. They're they're just. Yeah, "Yeah."
1: I mean, I can't really tell you. You I couldn't name them out. Yeah, I couldn't tell you their names and which one's which.
0: And it's just such a disappointment because I was thinking, you know, I know, Bear and Georgia and Rogan, all these people have like off the field issues. Yeah but they were all such great additions to the show and i loved all those british people and then to have this new crop of british people just be like duds it feels like a disappointment
1: yeah i think that's a good call like it could be just to talk down to that contingent of
0: yeah the new british casting. block
1: although you're right to point out that the old British block, who was very entertaining. I think they have had somewhat of a some surprisingly bad off the field kind of issue. Yeah, I don't know where
0: they, they got them at like juvenile hall or something, that whole crop, <laughs> like, you know, they were orphans or something. That well, maybe not all of them.
1: I don't want to overgeneralize, but I don't, I couldn't. So my other candidate for stock down is in a similar vein, but someone who we would think would be more established is I almost forgot that she was a cast member until the very last scene. She had a confessional Casey,
0: uh, Casey. Yeah, you're right. She did have one line in the whole episode, but you know, she didn't talk a lot last season in the first half of the season either.
1: Yeah. And there's a lot of cast members and she wasn't really in the storyline. So maybe it's forgivable.
0: Yeah. I, but we would like to see her shake it up a little bit more. I don't even know what her plan is. Like what's her, who's her partner. I do not even remember her partner. I don't know. That's that's not a good sign. If you don't maybe even... her
1: partner's the stock out. I don't even.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think who is Casey's partner. Um, I probably have it in my notes from last week, but that's, that's just like a really bad sign that Casey's that anonymous that she didn't get it. I'll give it to you right now because I do have my notes from last time. Leroy's her partner, so she should be more involved, but she's not.
1: Interesting. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. Maybe that's not really the stock down because I think it was a little bit like I was waiting. I was the whole episode. I was like, "Is she still on the show?" And then she did show up at the final scene. Um, and then there's probably a few people who only really got one line, like maybe Teresa and Yeah, Teresa has been
0: very quiet.
1: Leroy wasn't that featured either, right? Um, uh,
0: but overall, even work. let's let's grade this episode. Episode two, dive another day. Solid pun. Um good elimin- pretty good elimination good twists and turns great flip at the end. I think that him picking cam was probably the signature moment game wise I would give it a solid b plus a minus what about you
1: I would give it a b plus yeah I think it was a really good episode and I'm liking the format I think there's still always some edges that need to be smoothed out, but it, it there's drama to be had and a lot of opportunities for drama and decisions.
0: Absolutely. Like, yeah, if they could figure out the whole, like, do these partners matter, the flipping is going to be really fun. That makes me really excited for this season. Yeah, Because you really can't pick a winner. It could be Wes and Cam win. You have no idea how it's all going to shake out.
1: And, yeah, it really, if you like your partner, so Fessy should really probably lose,
0: right? But that's, m- to my point, I think he's going to wait until, like, the end and then flip to, like, Tori or something like that
1: but it does make you, if you like your team, if you like your partner, your partner likes you, it does make it like you really want to become double agent, right?
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, Hopefully they mix it up in a way that doesn't feel fake. The whole like double elimination, men, female, maybe they'll switch it up, but they, I don't want to see them like protect CT again. I don't want to see them protect Wes. I think those are the only two people they really care about protecting. Those are like the big names probably. That's that's true. but it'll be fun. And, there's, and hey, there's only eight skulls to go. So I don't know how long the season's going to be. But
1: um, well, Festy's going to be waiting. He's going to be waiting until uh, TJ explains the rules very explicitly <laughs> before he asks him very politely.
0: Maybe Festy will get shamed into to going in next time. We'll see. Although he can't get a skull, so maybe not. Um, all right, Dondrick, thank you very much. We'll be back next week. Another strong episode of the season. We're rolling, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.